0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yeah, my name is Leeds, and I'm a millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. But, you know, before I can do that, I got to give a big shout out to my peoples over there and brunching. So if you haven't had a chance, please check out the Brunching Radio Show. We are rocking and rolling. We're going to be on another platform with brunching. So that's BTB Radio. So that will be coming up in uh, probably in April sometime. So tune in and check in and check out for that. So we got a lot of big things popping over there, brunching and again. we did move the time for brunching so we are now live you can see the video live 9 a.m eastern standard time on facebook and youtube and eventually we're just gonna be on youtube so just prepare yourselves because it's coming i'm just saying it's coming it's coming and and I want to give a big shout out because I'm excited because we have a guest today on Millennials Anonymous. So I'm happy and I'm super excited because we are having Karen L. from the Say It Loud podcast on today. So we're going to be talking about all types of stuff. We're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to talk about her podcast, the Say It Loud podcast. We're going to be talking about her business. We're going to be talking about all of those things and i want to know what's going on with her because she's from new york she's a new yorker she's over there in them boroughs. so i want to ask her what's going on how you doing how you making out because i know there's a lot going on over there in new york is like the 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 center of all the things that's popping off with this coronavirus so i want to kind of ask her what, how she making out and she says she was an educator i was listening to her podcast today actually and she says she's an educator so you know i've been talking to speaking of which big ups to the teachers i told y'all teachers are my favorite people and i said that even before y'all was complaining that y'all didn't want to be around your own kids okay i was saying that way before y'all were saying y'all didn't want to be around your own kids because i realized what teachers go through i realized what teachers are and what teachers do and it's a special place in my heart because i can't i can't and it further affirmed me that i cannot teach young children I can teach adults, okay. I can probably teach a high school student, but young kids is just not for me. And it's sometimes I guess it's my kids. I, I don't know if I can teach my kids. I I want teachers deserve everything. Y'all deserve whatever you like that in in T R said, It because y'all really do because they they deserve it. They deserve it all. You deserve I'm about to turn into Mama D. Y'all really do because listen i trying to get little children to sit in one spot is hard and it's even harder to try to get somebody to learn something you already know when you gotta break it down to the basics the elements of breaking it down and to have the patience of job you know My kids are always good. I don't got the bad kids in school. My kids is bad when they get home. Like when I went to the meetings with my teachers, with my children's teachers, it was always like, oh, they're so wonderful and they're so nice and they're so this and they're so that. And I'm like, can you tell them to send that child home? Because the child that I got ain't that kid. Like I've never met that child. I would love to meet that child if you could just send that child home as opposed to the child that I got. We could switch. You seem like you got your stuff in order right You seem like you could deal with the at home Child I got and I could deal with the in school Child you got I think we need to switch So my Kids is pretty good in school But trying to have them at home And to teach them and to I'd like cause Some of this stuff is like I ain't seen it in a while In a minute I'm like okay alright Um I ain't had to did this In a while you know what I mean So it's like I don't know if I know you know What this is and I don't want my kid to know like she's stupid as hell. So it's kind of hard to be trying to teach somebody when it was like, you know what? I ain't seen this in a while. Okay. I have not seen this since the third grade. So I I, I, I don't mean I know, you know, I mean, i be refreshed on that. Okay um and i'm just sitting there we both lost we both confused right we both need to go back to the third grade at this point because we neither one of us know and then so we just sit there and be looking like okay you you, we gonna have to call your teacher you you got our number You, you you got our phone number So I appreciate y'all, all all the teachers out there, just by the way, just all of y'all appreciate you, appreciate the things that you do for us and for our kids and for our society, and I think teachers should make more money. I think the concept that teachers make enough needs to be reevaluated now that this situation had happened because I think a lot of parents are appreciating the their teachers, children's teachers now. All them parents that came up to school saying, you don't know my daughter, you don't know my son. That's it's you. Why are you failing my kids? They all sitting home now like, I get it. I get it. You were right. I get it. He is an asshole. He is an absolute dumb asshole. I I got you and I know that it's not it wasn't you it was never you it was always me it was always me and I apologize like it's just it's a lot we just we miss y'all and we love you and hopefully school opens up before the next semester well at this point school's probably not gonna open up this year but hopefully school opens up for the upcoming school year. Because n- not even just that I don't want to be around my kids, is that they're gonna be some dumb motherfuckers. Like if 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 I can't get a teacher in here, they gonna be some dumb motherfuckers. Like they gonna know what they know and what they don't know and what they did know it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Okay? So I'm gonna need for them to open up to schools. Just saying. But let's get to these top ten trending topics of the week. Alright, so top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's get it. So Kevin Hart and Aniko Hart are expecting another little baby. Oh, so this is this is Aniko's second child and Kevin's fourth child. You know, so maybe Kevin won't be the shortest person in his house. So this is this is amazing. It's another little baby's coming in. So congratulations to them. And speaking of babies, baby shark is back. Yes, it's back, but this time with an update. Yeah 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 So now Baby Shark has a hand washing edition. It is giving parents a reason to like the song Even though I'm just saying I kind of like the song Like I would listen to the song by myself Like it was kind of It was vibing I was vibing It, It had a vibe to it Like I didn't mind it Like when your kid was like, "I want to listen to it again," I was like, "Shit, me too!" Like you know, this is this what we need. We need to be baby shocked. I was jamming. I was playing in my car by myself. Like it was just you know, you see me at the light. I was jamming. Grandma shocked. It was catchy to me. I don't mind it. So now, parents, if you didn't like the song, now you like it because it's teaching kids about washing hands and being safe. So I'm I'm happy at Pink Fong for doing that good big ups to y'all for doing that or whatever and in the u.s we now have more coronavirus cases than anywhere in the world in the world in the world we have over a hundred thousand confirmed cases here in the u.s listen okay i've been seeing people post stuff okay little duvall reposted donald trump's tweet from 2013 okay from all the way from back from 2013 and in this post he pretty much was saying china is not our ally china is not our friend you know and all this other nonsense okay got you and then he's saying Well, trump you know kind of trying to say that trump predicted or foreseen this first of all and then all the people in the comments saying yeah china is not our friend we don't like china we don't need china and i'm like listen before y'all just go running off the bandwagon because a celebrity posted something, you need to do some research. Cause Trump didn't mind China when Ivanka got them sixteen patents passed for ch- in China. He didn't mind it when Jared Kushner was looking at investors for his property on Six Sixty Six. Uh, what's that street in New York? He didn't mind that. He didn't mind it, and it, it, it's just kind of funny. That, that's the sword y'all gonna die on. And when he gets in front of the Chinese president, or I don't know if he's prime minister, or pre, I think he's president. He he ain't he don't got them same that same nerve. Like it it changed. You know what I mean? It, it changes. And as soon as we cut China off, I don't think y'all realize how intertwined, interwoven Chinese economy and the United States economy are at this point. I don't think y'all realize that because as soon as we cut that stuff off everything over here is going up and y'all gonna be complaining that stuff is too expensive you can't afford nothing and then you're gonna be sitting there crying about that you can't afford it, so you they China didn't need to create this virus, the coronavirus, in order to get us. They already got us. Like I, I don't think you understand what happened. So stop with the conspiracy theory. Stop following people just because they are celebrity. Just because they are celebrity don't mean they know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm just saying. And there's no knock on Lord Duval. He has the right to have his own opinion in the world everybody's entitled to their own opinion just like i got mine but my thing is don't just follow somebody because they a goddamn celebrity like i need people to stop that i need y'all to stop and the two trillion dollar stimulus package has passed in the house okay. with individuals who make less than a hundred thousand qualifi- dollars qualifying for the stimulus package and up to 1200 for people who made under seventy five thousand. and couples with a joint income of one hundred fifty thousand or less will get Twenty-four hundred dollars and five hundred dollars per child with no cap. So it's gonna be people around here getting big body Benzes and everything. They want their stimulus package. Baby, they gonna be riding around saying we rich, bitch, because ah, they got I that money go go and everything. No. And I'm like, listen, listen. Okay, I want you to know that this is once. So right now, as of right now, this is a one-time check. Okay. So if this lasts or this persists. It's possible that you may need this money and you still got to pay your rent because just because this might be on hold, you still have to pay your rent just because they can't evict you right now. Doesn't mean that the rent is not still accumulating. So you may not be getting fees, but you are still you still have to pay your rent because you signed a contract. So I'm going to need y'all to do that. And if you didn't file taxes, hey, if you didn't file taxes, you may not be getting a stimulus check. So you might want to check with your accountant, you might want to check with the them, the IRS because the IRS is using the bank accounts from you when you file taxes and that is where they're sending your checks to so it will be a direct deposit there's not going to be actually physical checks sent out so like all and people who owe child support they're saying that they may not get the money and they're going to be other like stipulations i don't know if people who are getting welfare are going to get it or not i haven't seen that they won't but i haven't seen anywhere that they will so if you have not filed a tax return the chances of you not getting this money is a high so i just need y'all to be aware of that all the people out there is capping for trump now Do they he think that this is his bill No, this is. Nancy Pelosi's bill, okay? This is Nancy Pelosi's bill. She's the one that added all of this stuff in here for the families, the $1,200 per person, the no cap, the increase of the unemployment benefits with the extra $600 per month so that y'all getting y'all full salary. This, that's, that's the Democrats, just so y'all know. And a YouTuber and social influencer contracts the coronavirus after a video of them licking a public toilet seat goes viral. Now, why are you licking a public toilet seat? You might ask, I don't know. I think they might have sprinkled a little bit of swoopy sauce in the water because all of Generation Z is licking toilet seats now. Um, I don't know why you would want to do that but that's this new this new generation anything for the cloud I guess don't lick my toilet seat or nobody else's stop it. Just Elba is clapping back at Cardi B saying that ladies and gentlemen of america it makes no sense to shame people why test shame people you shouldn't be test shaming people and listen i'm saying you shouldn't necessarily listen idris i believe that you wouldn't lie and it wouldn't be a reason for you to lie i said that last week idris but i will say that cardi b kind of has a point why is it that all the celebrities can get these tests whenever they want to There's still people the regular people that ain't been able to get these tests listen listen sir i'm gonna need you to be quiet okay I'm, I'm gonna need you to be quiet. I'm gonna need you to shh 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 But what you can do is ask your wife why she always in the camera. Like we was talking to Idris, we wasn't talking to you. I get that you got it now, but in the beginning we was talking to Idris, but you was always in the picture and I, don't, I don't, we wanted to talk to Idris, I'm just saying. And Juana Man star Miguel Nunez Jr. gets arrested for shop living. But he gets a fine. He's he's not in jail because right now, during the COVID-19 and the lockdown, they are not pressing charges against people with minor offenses. So he just got a fine. But he did try to come back to the store. So he walked out the store with $200 worth of groceries in his cart. And he just kept going. So when he came back to the store, that's when they had called the police. They wouldn't let him come back in the routes. And they had he didn't get locked up. They had get, booked him or whatever, wrote him a ticket. And that's what he got. But he said the reason why he came back because he was going to pay the $200 worth of groceries. He said his car got declined. I don't know what happened. I guess it wasn't attached to his checking in the savings. He didn't rub it on his jeans. Shout out to Kevin Hart. But I guess now it's working. I guess he blew on it. Um, You know, he was and it and money appeared. And so he was coming back to pay for it. And they said, no, no, no. So I don't know what's going on with Joanna, man. Juana man been having a rough year they've been using him in memes for Gail King like Juana man he's just having a rough year and back in in 2015 it appears that baby Weezy and young thug all struck deals after little Wayne's tour bus got shot up but there are no details on at this time of what those deals actually were so we gonna see Baby said you better put some respect on his name. You better put some respect on his name. And the divorce rates they're saying are going to go up in this pandemic. Yeah, they're saying that people are having to stay home with their spouses for long periods of time in the quarantine. Especially in the places where they have to stay in place in order. And people are like, I think I made a mistake. I didn't realize you breathe like that. I, I it just, I was sitting here and I had realized that you'd be breathing and you got a weird breathe, and I don't I don't think I can deal with that for the rest of my life I do not I d I don't I don't know if I could I could deal with that. Or that you don't flush the toilet all the time. Like you only flush the toilet sometime, and I didn't realize that until we was stuck in here right now. And I don't like that. And the the pitch of your voice, the tone, like people just nitpicking. They're like, mm-mm. Mm -mm, I gotta get out of here So I I mean I don't know we gonna have a lot of babies And a lot of divorces so there you go And Baltimore native Dion Broxton is gone viral After he saw a group of Bison when he was actually Supposed to be reporting
1: Oh my god Oh my god Oh no I ain't Messing with you Oh no Oh no Oh no, I'm not messing with you.
0: And he said, nah, 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 nah. He did the most black response ever. He was like, nope, I ain't messing with you. I'm getting out of here. I've seen when animals attack. I ain't trying to be on there. I ain't going to be no hero. Thank you, but no thank you. I got to go. Um, mm, mm, mm." And lastly, but certainly not least, I got to end it on us millennials. Millennials are in trouble. And this time, because they have to cook. So for the first time ever, some of us are cooking for the first time ever, 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 ever. Ever, ever. And we like, I don't know. What is this? How you put this on there? I only cook oodles and noodles. And, you know, sometimes you like, I want to eat more than oodles and noodles. And it's just just a lot. And so we we learning to cook. I personally, listen, I'm not a chef per se, but I can cook. I'm not a chef per se, but I can cook. So basically what that means is whatever I cook, you can eat it right it, it's it's edible but you may not like it like you, you could it's sustenance you will get sustenance from it but you may it might not be your first choice you know and but i could make it like i i some things i don't really touch because i don't know <laughs> if i might get people food poisoning and all my food is usually overcooked because i i'm afraid to get people food poisoning but i could do it So I don't know, maybe this is really not millennials. Maybe this is really Generation Z because y'all be getting us confused now. Y'all be getting us confused. But if you don't cook out there and you don't want to order out all the time, there's some simple foods that you could cook, okay? Spaghetti. Spaghetti is always a winner. Spaghetti is an easy fix. I cook spaghetti all the time because it's an easy fix. Spaghetti, I will say spaghetti is number one the easiest thing you can do okay and anything baked so anything you can put in the oven is you good so like baked chicken I don't frying chicken it, it's the art to the frying of the chickens but the baking of the chickens you can bake it okay put it in there you can you can bake it you can follow instructions to bake it so I will say like those types of things pretty simple you know tacos. Tacos is good. Tacos is a really easy fix. Ground beef, ground turkey. I eat ground turkey. If I do eat meat, if it's not tofu crumble, tofu crumble, I guess, whatever. But that has been your top 10 trends and topics of the week. Yes. So we have a special guest today and I'm super excited because I, we were kind of talking a little bit before we actually even started to record this. And I've learned a lot already. So I'm I'm excited to actually have you guys learn just as much as I've learned. Welcome. Welcome to Millennials Anonymous, Miss Karen L. How are you?
1: I'm hanging in there. I'm definitely hanging in there.
0: Okay. And I understand that because you're you're a New Yorker, correct?
1: I am a New Yorker. I've been in New Yorker all my life. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's it's been it's a little crazy here, but um, we're getting through it.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you were telling me like the streets are like dead.
1: Yeah. It's weird because, um, I've lived in New York my whole entire life and, uh, it's the city that never sleeps and it's basically like go home and go to sleep. Right. So we're, we live here and it's always like, you can go out, get whatever you want, hang out, have a good time. And it's never an issue. And now like everything is shut down. Times Square is shut down. All the theaters are shut down.
0: Um, so it's really weird to see. Yeah, cause I, I mean I'm from Baltimore, but there's nothing like because Baltimore we're small. It's a small city. It ain't nothing like New York. To go to to New York and see no one, no one,
1: no one. There's nothing out there. There's nothing happening. Everybody is shut down right now in New York.
0: You don't have no knockoff Disney characters in the street. No, you
1: don't. The cowboy is not out there. No. Nobody's. It's crazy. It's really, really just it, it's like there's a zombie apocalypse outside.
0: OK, is the subway still crazy? I know they were saying that people were still getting on them subways. People though. are
1: still getting on the subways, but they're trying to like minimize it. Um, <laughs> and if you've ever been in a New York subway, you know, like the germs and the rats, they ask you for money. Is it? Like, it's just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so um, I, I, I think can't close it because the essential workers need to get to work. Um, but it's definitely not the place you want to hang out.
0: Okay, no, not even when it wasn't the corona. You know, that's
1: I not the place you want to have. You never know what's going to happen on the New York City subway. You might get a show, you might, you know, hang with a homeless man. Like you don't know. You just never know what you're going to get. You just subway station.
0: Listen, you just you, you don't know. There's some colorful characters that stay in the yeah, subway stations yeah. everywhere, but especially in New York. But yeah. since we were talking about your background a little bit, let's let's talk about you. What is yeah. your what is your background? Tell us because like I told my audience before last show when I was introducing this one, you you like legit. Like all of your stuff is like legit. And I've talked to different podcasters and all arrays of life and beginning, but your stuff is like one point.
1: Um, so I've always had a passion for art and um talking and theater and drama as a kid growing up. I went to after school program and you know, I started an acting career because of it and um I'm also a middle child, so I've always been like very eccentric and extra and loud for no goddamn reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always been like let's put on a show, let's be big, let's do that's just who I am. Um and then um just kind of working with that and it allowed me to have a lot of opportunities. And then when I went back to school, um I was just like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I'm not going to do what everybody else tells me they think I should do. I'm going to do what I'm most passionate about. And, um, cause that's the only way I'm going to get through it. Like I had gone to school tons of times and I was like, I'm going to be and I'm going to be this, I'm going to be, that, and I fail. And I was like, I keep failing. because I'm not doing what I'm passionate about. I'm not doing what I love. And so, uh, the last time I went back, I was like, you know, like screw everybody. I'm going to do what I love. And, um, I went back and got two degrees in uh, media communications, which is what my passion is. And mm-hmm. I used to work for CBS and sell radio advertisement and write commercials. Um, I've interned at XM Radio. Um, in New York City, I've been up to Hot 97 a number of times to work with them. Uh, iHeart with 105.1 and their total traffic and weather. And then CBS when I sold advertisement for them. And then I said, you know, like, how could I put my ideas and my passion out there for myself. And while I was in college, uh, I saw a poster, believe it or not, that um, was just like, we're going to have a film festival. And I was like, I bet I'm going to do it. And um, I wrote a piece and I called my brother up and I was like, Will you do this for me. And he was like, yeah. And at the time I had one of the little tiny camera phones. Like it wasn't nothing, you know, it wasn't no big equipment. It wasn't anything like that. I was just like, let's shoot it. I wrote this. This is what I want you to do. We did it. We laid the audio tracks. I did the video um, and I put the movie trailer together and uh, I put a couple pieces in the film festival and I won. Wow. And, and that was my motivation right there when I was like, oh, and so no one ever taught me how to edit anything. It's always been going to school, tinkering and with it, learning just on my own. Like anything I want to know, I just teach myself how to do it. And, um, when I won that, I was like, "All right, bet like, this is it, this is, this is what I can do. And this is how I can do it. And, um, so my kids are all grown and I would take them to uh, softball practice and I would sit in the car and I would write and I would write like these films and I would write these screenplays and I would write my ideas and then I would get back home and, and then put them into fruition. So when it was time to launch my podcast, um, I kept like sitting on it and sitting on it and sitting on it, and eventually one of my friends called me out and was like, "Karen, you keep saying you're gonna do it. When are you gonna do it?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right." And then that just went from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you have quite the background because I, I was looking, I saw that you you had the film. Amazing, yeah. amazing job, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean since you, you brought up the Saith Loud podcast. So yeah. you know, we I had some questions to so okay. everybody, but we will just we're gonna make this a conversation. We okay. we don't need to have a super structure. Okay. So tell us about it. What is it? Cause I've I've listened to a couple of episodes. Good job, by the way. It's an amazing oh, amazing podcast. Thank what you. what is it and why did you decide on Saith Loud?
1: Okay, so the name Sayeth Loud came to me a couple years back because, um, say it means to say something in the third person, right? So back in the day, they used to talk like, so say you, whatever the case may be, it's say to say something in the third person. And for me, any stream of media that I love that I like, so I'm passionate about photography and art and music and, you know, anything that I film media discussion, writing, it's all to me saying something. It's all you saying something. It's just what medium am I going to use to say it? Am I going to say it with a camera? Am I going to say it with sound? Am I going to say it with interpretive dance? And so that's where the name came from because every time we're doing that, we're saying something. And um, loud, because I feel like, well, if you're going to say something, then you might as well say it loud enough for everybody to hear. True. And so that's where the name came from, Say It Loud. Um, And then the podcast... In all honesty, I just like to talk. And then I started looking at podcasts for people like me. And this is where it's going to get a little airy for people. So I started looking for podcasts for people like me. And I was like, I don't see enough of that. I don't see enough of that. It was either, and now I'm going to get real deep on you. So it was either like the Cardi B's and I love Cardi and I respect her platform and where she's taking herself, but like, I don't live in that space. You know what I mean? I'm from New York, but I'm a, I'm a little older. I got grown kids. I'm a whole grandma. Like, I'm not in that. <laughs> okay. You know, like, you know what I mean? If we have to get down and dirty, we will, but we're not walking around with that energy every day, all day. Right. Okay. And so I was like, that's not for me. And then I looked at the other end of it and I was like, but that's my mom. I can't curse. I can't have sex. I can't talk about my marriage or my relationship in the same kind of mentality because we're not from the same era. And so I was like, no, we need to be able to have discussion for women that is a little bit ratchet. Cause some, we could still go there, but then a little bit like, okay, these are the fundamentals that we got from mom and then find some balance somewhere in the in the middle. And so that's what's Classy
0: ratchet, classic ratchet, there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I call it ratchet to refine. You know, it's still, it's the Mary Day blage of our time. You know what I mean? Like it's enough to bop your head, and have a good time. But it's still like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with all of that.
0: I, I feel you. I, I, I agree with you as well. There's very few, I guess, lanes, especially in the podcasting world for black. Well, I'm a millennial, but I'm an older set, So I call them I'm a, I'm a grandma, my millennial. Yeah. So <laughs> I barely made it. I passed with like a, a D minus. Um, but there's nothing there for us. So I get it, especially black women.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, I really don't like the idea of us beating each other up. I thought about that too. So I would go to the gym and listen to some podcast. And I was like, you know, we have all these shows on TV and I love these sisters. Some of them are my friends and we've met and they're cool people, but like, we're just beating each other up. We're just beating each other up. We're not empowering. I was like, I don't want my daughters to be like that. I don't want my granddaughter to be like that. So this needs to be a different kind of platform. Like we're not hating on everybody. We're not fighting every day. We're not beating up our husbands. Like Safe is not about that. It's about empowering the woman. It's about empowering the family. It's about empowering the couple. It's about having a good time and trying to make it work because we're getting beat down every other place.
0: That's 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 very true. If- do you like the fact that people try to like categorize you? Because would you categorize you as an entertainment or more like a motivational type of podcast or are you somewhere um, in between?
1: I, I call myself your therapist. Okay. <laughs> so I definitely feel like I'm here to empower people, but I'm not empowering them on some bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting there saying like, okay, it's going to be perfect and it's going to be zen and this is what you need to do. Like, no, you know, we got jobs and we got kids and we got marriages and divorce and all these things that come into life and we're gonna laugh at it but we're gonna get over
0: very that's very very true i agree with that we do need some realness and you need it to be in a way where it's not always ratchet yeah yeah because we we got a lot of that we got a lot of that we got love and hip-hop everything it's a lot of hip-hop or a little bit of hip-hop and a lot of fighting so i don't know where the love comes in to the love and hip-hop world but i get you I get you. It does. And like I
1: said, I've met a lot of those people. I know them personally. They're really great people and they take the platform and do whatever they need to do. But like I'm like, that's the stuff we're absorbing. You sit there and that's what you're absorbing. I don't wanna just I don't wanna be that. True. True. I I... so the idea behind the podcast was really just creating a safe space to have a good time and talk about the things that happen in life, but talk about them from a real place where we could just have some fun
0: with it that's very true and one of the things that you talk about i i was listening to a couple of your podcasts i think like the second or third one back or it might even have been the, the most recent one because you had like people were asking you questions yes and one of them came up it was about relationships yeah so i want to ask you sure me, as a hood therapist yes what makes a good relationship because we see all these relationship goals everywhere on instagram you know they hashtagging this and hashtagging that, but what really is a good relationship to you?
1: I think a really good relationship is two people that are in sync, that are able to read each other, your expressions, your body language, that are able to communicate in a healthy manner. Um, because a lot of people are saying, "Well, we do communicate." No, if one person's talking and the other person can't say nothing, that's not communicating. You know, so being able to communicate and be honest, but I think also allowing someone to be who they are. Mm-hmm. and not necessarily going into it saying, I'm going to change this and I'm going to fix that, or I'm just going to deal with this because this is what I have to deal with. Like, no, you have a choice, the person you choose to be with, right? And you want to be with someone that's going to uplift you and be there for you, but be honest with you and be real and caring. So I think there's a lot of el- elements to a healthy relationship. And as a generation, I don't think we talk about those enough.
0: That's this. That's very true. I, I would agree with that. I will say that in my in my generation, it's more about the look and it's because of social media. It's about what it looks like. We got on to Joys together. That's relationship goals. Right. We, going out right. for lunch, that's relationship right. goals. But
1: like, you know, you're not coming home at night. That's not a goal. You know what I mean? Or one of us is working two jobs and the other one's sitting around. Not a goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I'm trying to uplift you and you're beating me down. Something about my hair and my weight and my this and my that that's not a relationship goal. So a lot of people have this facade of like what this relationship should look like mm-hmm. and you- the reality is that that's not healthy. That's not healthy for you. That's not healthy for them. True. I, I, as a woman, we are often taught, like, you know, your goal in life should be to get married one day mm-hmm. and you'll be successful if you marry a man that is successful, right? And um, there's some truth to that, yeah, to some extent, but what about the part where you could be successful on your own? And now you're just looking for a a partner to compliment you, not necessarily take
0: care of you. I think that's the part a lot of people miss, that if you get a really successful man, he most of the time has all the control and we see stuff like that i mean i don't know them personally but stuff i think like the ti tiny situation like when i watched the red table talk with them i think a lot of that was when you have somebody that has all the money typically they have all the power right and you don't want to be in those types of situations and scenarios and then on the other hand did you i don't know if you saw it but i think um it's not Ari Lennox, I forget, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but her and London on the track, it's London on the track's girlfriend. And they, there was a video of him like grabbing her by the throat. Oh yeah. Like I cringe when I saw that, but when I looked at some of it, I saw it on the shade room, but like to see some of the people thinking that that's cute and that type of relationships stuff, cause that was their Baywatch. And I'm like, really? They but since like deleted normal. it.
1: That's the crazy thing. Like people think like that that's normal, or that's how I know my man loves me and he cares because he behaves like that. Like this, I, I, like I said, if I don't know if you listened to my episode "Weak Bitch Tendencies," but if someone is treating you like that, then you're not in a healthy relationship, and you allowing yourself to be treated like that is a problem. You need to reflect on yourself and say, why am I letting somebody do this? True. What is my definition of love? Because that's not what it's supposed to look like.
0: Very true. Let's let's talk about weak bitch tendency. <laughs> so you you brought it up. So let's let's explain that's
1: my to one episode. And you know what? Let me tell you. When I. Re- that I was like so scared to put it out because I was like, oh my god, this is harsh. This is this is brutal. These are not really the way I feel. But I was like, this is this is brutal. Like like this is like people are not gonna love me after this. They're gonna be so mad. And then I dropped it anyway because I was just like, it is what it is. And it's now my number one episode. And I had people literally like text me messages and DM me and we're like, Karen, I've been a week bitch before. And I'm like, I know, girl, we all been there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: absolutely we all been there so explain to people if they don't know what that means what that is explain (laughs) to them what 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 is what it is so what what is that
1: so i really feel like at some point in our lives as women we all been a weak bitch we've all been a weak bitch for all the wrong reasons And we probably didn't know we was being a weak bitch. We probably thought like, no, I'm going to stay in this relationship for my kids. I'm Mm -hmm. going to let this person treat me this way for whatever reason. I'm going to suppress what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking because it's the better thing to do or the bigger thing to do. And really reality is when you come out on the other end, like I have, you realize you've been a weak bitch. True. And, um, there's a lot of women out here that haven't reflected on that. And there's a lot
0: of men who who perpetuate that. Yeah. I I mean, I agree with that. It was, it was something that you nothing mentioned in the most recent episode that that's on my mind and i kind of want to bring it up because okay. i think i have a slightly different opinion and so All i'm right. curious to see what Let's your thoughts are on this so if the first very first question was interracial relationships and you yes. said i don't have a problem with interracial, i don't and i don't i don't either my biggest issue is with typically with black people who think that somebody outside of the black race is better
1: Yeah, I have a problem with that, too, in the sense that, like, they're trying to not be true to who they are and level up or level into a different situation, a different socioeconomic situation. Now, generally, if two people love each other and it's just natural love and they love each other, then I don't care. Go ahead. Love each other all you want. Doesn't bother
0: me.
1: But if you're saying, like, now I am going to try to date outside my race because I want to be in a financially better situation. I want to live in a better neighborhood. I don't want to embody my blackness. Then that's a problem, but that's, that's a problem. Not in the relationship. That's a problem in yourself. True. Thanks. You know, because you have to think that, okay, now my worth means that I have to be someone or something that I'm not
0: True, you know, I,
1: but I do, I will bring up the issue. Cause this is an uh, issue that I've heard a lot too, is that when certain people get to a certain point in their lives, um, especially like athletes and things like that, they tend to Date women outside of their race. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. Part of it is like, okay, if that's who you love, I don't care. And another part of it is like, is this part of like you ascending? Right? And does your growth mean that now I can't have a woman that look like my mama? True. That's not how that's supposed to go. Just because you have more money or more statue does shouldn't take away from the black woman.
0: That is very true. But does it open up your horizons, though? Because Corinne Holcomb said something that basically the way you, you look or the, how much money you have is really going to depend on what your options are. So the higher up you are, the more options you have. So yeah, you're you are going to also date,
1: have an option to do what you want, which means that you can have what you
0: want. That's true. That is very true. But I think when we start to see athletes and stuff, you see the caliber change, like the type of women that they it's a different type of caliber yeah, yeah. than the ones you see kind of like us, like people like me, like yeah, and
1: I do me, me. but I also think, again, it goes back to those healthy relationships and are those healthy relationships. True. You know, cause a lot of people look at those lives and look at those lifestyles and be like, Oh, I want to be her. And I want to be in that kind of relationship. You don't know what that comes with. That comes with that man gone. How many weeks out of the year? That come with how many side babies? How many side bitches? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? How many STD tests? How many phone calls? You don't know where he is. Like, when you sign up for that, just understand what you're signing up for.
0: Facts. I think a lot of people miss that. They miss that. So, do you think that's why some black women are choosing this? Right now, a lot of black women are choosing not to get married. And you think that's a bad thing that they're choosing not to get married? Or is this could potentially be the new the new normal where women say, hey, I don't really need to get married. I can make I'm, this on I'm, my own. I'm,
1: I'm divorced. I'm not married. I, I don't know if I'll get married again. To be totally honest with you, it's not a deal breaker for me. Okay. I think for some women it is. It's like, well, I have to get married. I have to have this relationship. I want the ring. I want the wedding. All that kind of stuff. And I get it. I get it if you've never done it before. It's something that everybody aspires to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel for me, Personally, you get to a certain point in your life where I don't, I don't necessarily need that. And I think some women are thinking like that. Like I don't necessarily need the, the pony show. Like I don't necessarily, need, I need a solid person, Okay. not a solid party, not a piece of paper. I need a solid being. And so in some relationships, it might be. We just gonna have an understanding between like, I don't need anybody coming in my life, messing up my financial situation, messing up my house, being on my mortgage. Like I want, if you're here, that's great. And if you come in and you make my life better or any woman's life better, then that's a beautiful thing or vice versa. But you, you're you not gonna leave and ruin what I've been with either
0: that's true because now women are having to pay dudes now <laughs> that's the new norm yeah like you're not gonna come in now and you drive in my car and
1: you're you know you the, like we're not we're not doing that and so sometimes women are choosing not to do that just to protect their assets
0: yeah that's very true I, and you said that you've been married and you would yeah. never get married if, if i'm not lying, you can say you can say girl gone get get gone
1: no it's but this so open. I was married for
0: 10 or 11
1: years. I can't remember anymore. So long ago.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yeah. I wouldn't say I'd never get married again. If somebody wants to marry me, I would marry them, but it's not something where I feel like I have to do it.
0: Okay. Okay. So do you feel like the situation you've, so you've learned from the situation in the sense that were you younger when you
1: got married? Yeah. I was 22 years old when I. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. So you, you were pretty young. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you learn from the situation that you can be independent and you don't necessarily need to be in a marriage.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily need to be in a marriage. I would like to have a companion. Okay. I I just want the good part. Okay. I just want like to go on the dates and travel and have someone to hang out with. And, you know, put some gas in my car every now and then.
0: I don't, I don't need. Do you feel like marriage ruined that? So you, do you feel like with your relationship, once you got married, it changed that? No, I feel like we was too
1: young to get married. Okay. I feel like some people, I feel like we were too young to get married and we had a lot of growing to do. And what happens when you're that young is you haven't figured out who you are as a person. So how, how am I going to be with somebody else if I haven't figured out who I am and grown into who I am? you know um so there's a lot of things now looking back i'm like okay that was toxic red flag toxic toxic red flag i didn't know any better because i'm a weak bitch (laughs) i didn't know any better and i didn't have anybody telling me like okay you should watch out girl like i didn't have that so you kind of learn the hard way you know and then you get to a certain age where you're like damn i should have realized like this probably wasn't the best decision to make or the best thing to do but um you know, I, I also told somebody recently it was the hardest thing that I've ever been through, but one of the best things that ever happened to me.
0: Okay. I mean, I understand. I understand that. Yeah. It's it's it, you you grow
1: from it. And any any pain in your life, any struggle in your life, you grow from it. And and sometimes we need that in order to to get to the next level. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, and-
1: as crazy as it sounds, I appreciate it.
0: Okay. So, I mean, it's not a failure if you learn something from it. That's what I tell everybody. It's not a failure if you learn something from it, even if it doesn't work. You did yeah. not fail as long as you take yeah. some value out of it. Now, I, I kind of want to get, I guess, your your opinion on this as, as well. So do you think that the new structure of relationships is a, is also a problem? So with us millennials, side chick, it, the side chick is now a status. yeah they proud of that yeah so it's become a thing do you think that's breaking down and that's part of the problem when we like you said seeing all the ratchetness on television and on podcasts and starting to get this type of i guess fog of what women and men could and should be do you think that the side chick era is contributing to that
1: my honest opinion is that there's always been side chicks I don't, I, don't, I think there's been side chicks since the beginning of days. I don't think it's new. I just think that there's this level of respect that's not there anymore where it's just out in the open, but I actually always think there's been side chicks. I just think now people like thrive on it and, you know, you know, at one point it would be something that was shameful and now it's just like, no, it's okay. And you know, everybody gets along and I, I don't, I don't know. I think the entire structure of where we are in relationships is up in the air. Okay. And so that's another reason why I have the podcast and we talk about it because, you know, when I think back to my parents, my parents been married for 40 something years. Oh, wow. I don't even know how long they've been married. They've been married for over 40 years Okay, and, um, you know, they met and married when they were young. My grandparents are still married. They've been married both. My parents are married 40, maybe 60, 70 years. I don't know. They're 80 years old. They got married. At 80 wow. They, they've been married 60 years. plus. Um, they got married at 18. They've been together, ups and downs, whatever. They stayed. My parents are 40 years old. I think we're in a society where that marriage, and this is part of the reason why I'm like, I don't have to do it. It's kind of more like an up in the air kind of thing with people. It's kind of like we'll make the rules while we figure it out. The commitment that people had 20 or 40 years ago are not the commitment people have now. You know, we kind of get into it. And I'll be the first one to admit when I was married, I remember thinking to myself, well, you know, this shit don't work. I can get out of it (laughs) and that's the mentality going in. Like, if this doesn't work, I'll get out. I'll move on. I'll leave. It doesn't matter. Like people are not making the same sacrifices, but then the culture has changed true. Right. And so it's not just about. Even the economic part of it changed. Like people stayed also back in the day because like the wife stayed home and took care of the kids, and my mom was home with us, she, so everybody grew up and she finally got a job. That's not happening now. Yeah, I'm empowered and got jobs, and dudes don't have jobs. Like I'm leaving you. She's leaving me. Like and things like that happen. So we're not looking at marriage the same way and relationships the same way as we did years ago,
0: which changed the whole dynamic. So should we change the? Because a lot of people look down on side chicks. Should we not look down on side chicks anymore? Should that be a thing? I mean, you know? I feel
1: like that's just being a polygamist.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just saying, it's not a side chick if you want her to get along with your wife and you being disrespectful. Because everybody knows about each other, y'all just polygamists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you might as well bring that a You know,
1: Wow, well, yeah, because that's what's happening. Like, you might as well, like, it's not something, like, I don't condone it, by no means do I condone it, but at least, like, at least have enough respect for your wife or your family that you don't want to lose to not embarrass them and humiliate them. Like, But now it's just like, you know. Nobody can Then just be a polygamist, and y'all all could get married together, and that just be now.
0: True, because that's not like it's nowadays. It's not like it was back in the day with your grand and great granddaddy. You figured out like, he had side babies at the funeral. Like it was like, who is you? you look like me? Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> you
1: make <So> that out somewhere by accident. That's <laughs> how you. Not now. It's just like and 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 men also need to be held accountable for their behavior.
0: Okay. Right?
1: So women, we need to look at like what we're allowing in our lives and why we're allowing it. But then men also need to be held accountable for their behavior too. Because I also feel like when it comes to side chick mm-hmm. or when it comes to men um, being adulterers, we're, we're kind of like, well, you know, men are going to do that. thing. They're going to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? And we, as a society, we tend to think like, even when you watch TV, it's like, okay, it happened, but we're going to work through it. like, it's just seems like it's normal. We just that behavior normal for them. You're like, I had a guy tell me one time. He's like, I feel like every guy could get away with cheating at least once or twice.
0: I think that's but true. That after that, I, I mean, I, I don't think that men should, but I think that I know. I've never met a woman that has not been cheated on. Not one.
1: And, and we say because we, yeah, we yeah, we've been. facts. Because like, flip <laughs> it around the other way. If a woman cheats on a man, oh no, his ego is busted up for life. Yes. His ego is, he thinks every woman is, like you, he could cheat with you with six women. You go to lunch with your work husband and it's on and popping. He (laughs) mad. the next six, like it's just your work husband. All you need to do is pick up your lunch.
0: But, but but he is, he all in his feelings. He is, he's completely butt hurt because, And so we have to kind of, we
1: have to, that got to change. That got to kind change. I agree with You're that. You're not run me into the ground and then, and then you out here, I I can't do nothing. you holding me hostage. That's not what we're doing.
0: I agree with that. I, I think that we allowed it just because that's what we were taught. So we were taught that, you know, men, men will be men and women. Cause we have the kids, we are supposed to stay home and just kind of. Put up with it now. Like I said, I've been cheated on, and I've also been a side chick at some point yeah. in my life. um I'm not proud of what you. What like better? Not being cheated on. So I guess I say the side
1: chick part. I mean, some of these side chicks be winning though, because like again, they're rent paid. I'm in the wrong business. They're getting rent paid, they're getting the car payment paid, they're pay, they going out, they're getting fly
0: down trips, and then they don't gotta wash no dirty clothes. I'm not it, it might not be that bad. Yeah, you send them home, but I was like, I can't be SZA because you to be scissor, the weekend girl, you gotta have flat abs, you gotta do I, I I'm more of a Monday through Friday kind of girl. Yeah, I'm more of a Monday through Friday kind of girl myself because I like to eat my bread and Cheetos. <laughs> like I can't, but let, let's talk a little bit about like your, you got some things going on and like yeah. you being a producer and like you, you've got a lot of going on. So tell us about some of the upcoming things that are happening for you.
1: Okay. So, um, so I have the podcast, the podcast says loud drops every Friday and it's just me bringing the fuckery and having the conversation. So that's out there. Um, and so far so good. We are adding a visual to that soon. So there'll be a awesome. YouTube channel that will kind of go with the podcast but i also want to bring some of my um writing work and the film to life um so that there'll be a channel for that so that i can actually bring some short stories and projects that i'm actually gonna go out and film and if you've seen the trailer it's very like hip-hop based new york culture based um kind of thing um and just creating uh, my goal is really to have a series and kind of develop this this project into a series um, so that'll be out there um, Towards the end of the year uh, What's the
0: name of the, the, the project you're
1: That project is called Rich oh, okay. um, It's a story about A young man who um, Is Who as a kid was special needs okay. um, He has two siblings A brother and a sister and a mom who is HIV positive positive. And it's just them navigating living in the hood um, And him um, becoming an artist Because at some point he was shut down And he would just draw and so he um is telling his story through art
0: oh wow and these sketches
1: and so so um the trailer's up there on my website and then me just bringing the story to life and writing it so i'm working on that so i have that going on i have the podcast going on uh recently i filmed i was telling you recently i filmed a pilot for respect the Grays. so i'm working with vision x films and my co-host Martin. Um, and they approached me, uh, about a year ago and said, we're going to do the show. We need a woman on the show. Would you be interested? And I was like, let's talk about it. And they showed the idea with me. And I was like that. And, um, we went and shot the trailer and then we went and shot the, um, uh, like kind of shark tank thing where the guys were like, all right, pitch your idea. And then if we like it, we'll invest in the show. And they, uh, picked up 13 episodes. So um I was awesome. with them on that. Yeah. And then in between I'm just like writing stuff and um and I'm going back to school. So, you know, I stay busy.
0: Okay. And you're also an educator. We talked about that as well. And yeah. that's it. Teachers are my favorite people, by the way. Because yeah. I just in homeschooling my children right now, because of this, because of Rona, Miss Rona, Rona, I realized that I just can't do it. Like I just this, this is not I'm like, we got to get these schools back together. My heart goes to every teacher everywhere.
1: (laughs) It's it's tough work, but um, when I think about it, I have to say what I love most. Most days are hard, but I actually enjoy the kids. I really do. I had a student who hadn't seen me in a long time. And when she saw me, she was crying. And I said, why are you crying? And she was like, because I thought you weren't coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, as hard as it is is, and as rough as it is, it's also, you know, they're they're humans and they're fun and they're funny and they're interesting. And each of the kids have a different story. And if you sit and get to know them, it's it's just really that's that's my favorite part about it. The rest of it is hard. You know what I mean? It's not easy being an educator and being patient and and learning. But and going back to school uh, for administration so that, you know.
0: You can help change it, make it better. Make it better for these kids out here.
1: And I'm, you know, I love everyone. I'm not racist by no means, but I definitely want to see kids of color have role models that look like them. And so if I can be that, why not? Right? And so um, yeah, I want to be the principal of the school so the kids could. I, you know, I don't want to just say you could be anything when you grow up. I want to be the anything.
0: Right. I hear that. That's that's very powerful. I like that. You they, you have to see it to believe it. Yeah, Representation matters.
1: Or you could be anything when you grow up. But these kids, I work, I like I, you know this, I'm in the middle of New York City. You're telling kids you could be this when you grow up. It's like, you know, but if I can be that anything for them and they could see that and then I still wear my Jordans and I still got my Tim's on and, and she looks like us and she talks like us, but she has this job, that, then yeah, I want to be that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I like to see th- go out and do. Don't say you want to do something. Go out and do so you can show people that you can do it. Be that gateway yeah. for that kid that's looking yeah. out. And, looking and out. I
1: want to be that—not just for kids, but for adults too. Like all the people that say I'm sitting on my dreams. I'm, I've been meaning to do this. I always wanted to do that. And I said that yesterday on the show. Just like if you've always had an interest in art or music or dancing or cooking or whatever, now since we all stuck in the house, now's a good time to to grow into yourself a little bit
0: absolutely you you need to do it it's no you don't have no excuses
1: yeah and you know and and figure out what that is for you and and it doesn't have to be to make money it could just be something that makes you happy because we're
0: entitled to be that absolutely see she's dropping some powerful (laughs) nuggets and gems so if you have not had a chance to go and follow like and subscribe on all of the major podcasting platforms and social media platforms and what is your social media handles
1: um i have say it loud on instagram and twitter so s-a-y-i-t-h-l-o-u-d on instagram twitter pinterest um, I, I think that's it. I can't manage anymore. And then I, me personally, I am Karen L on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Yeah, I can't manage anywhere, everywhere. I'm on like so many different things, but um, yeah, so find me, follow me, go to the website www.sayitloud.com not say it, say it loud. dot um, com for all things Karen L, all the say it loud, all the new projects that we're doing, everything that's coming out, it's all there.
0: I appreciate you coming on and you are welcome to come back anytime when your show drops. Come back. Tell us about it. Bring your co-hosts. Bring everybody. You are more than welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, that was an amazing interview. I want to thank Ms. Karen L again for coming on to Millennials Anonymous and joining us here on MAPS and big shout out to everybody over there in New York I want you to stay strong I know you guys are going through it right now but just stay strong and we appreciate you for staying in the house those of you that are staying in place sheltering in place so that you can make sure that everybody else is healthy and well we appreciate you and we see you and I want to give a big big shout out to all my nurses and healthcare workers out there we do not give you enough appreciation they are putting their lives on the line every single day to make sure that we are healthy and we are well we need to make sure that they get the Protective equipment that they need so that they are also well. Just because they chose a job in healthcare does not mean that they need to give their life for that said job. So we need to make sure that they are protected as well. Big shout out to all of our essential employees, our utility workers, our grocery store clerks, our fast food clerks, our delivery drivers, our truck drivers, our police officers, our first responders, our military. Shout out to everybody who's doing the damn thing right now and making sure that they're keeping everybody body safe and for everybody who just stay their ass in the house we appreciate everybody that's just standing their ass in the house because just because you don't feel sick does not mean you're not a carrier thank you for protecting my grandmother thank you for protecting my aunts my cousins my children me my husband everybody so we appreciate what you're doing we see you we may not be saying nothing but you staying in the house is doing a lot so you are helping us stop the spread of this virus so that we can hopefully get back to normal because I'm ready to get back to normal it probably won't be exactly what we Used to, but we will be able to go outside. You know, we wanna go outside, we want to smell like outside again. So thank you guys for staying in the house and keeping safe. Shout out to WPIR98.4 FM, everybody who listens to us over there, we rock with you. Thank you for everybody who listens to us on iHeartRadio Radio.com, Spreaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, AutoCast. So thank you for that. We love y'all. Thank you. Help us continue to grow. Make sure that you're supporting us. Making sure you're following and liking us on YouTube. Make sure that you are on our social media so you know what's coming up. Who the new guests are going to be. And make sure you go to our website at www.millennials.us so that you know of any upcoming changes. Shout out to Brunchen and the Brunchen crew over there. I will see you guys soon. If you don't know about the change, we are changing over at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the visual part. So you can still watch us live at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and YouTube. We are moving away from Facebook though. So make sure you are subscribed to Millennials Anonymous podcast on YouTube so that you can always follow us. And we're still the same on WRDR. You can catch us at 11 a.m. on Friday Eastern Standard Time and on WPIR 98.4 FM. We're at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Millennials Anonymous comes on on Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WPIR 98.4 FM. We will be rocking with BTB radio soon and we're also on Mile High Radio. On Sundays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard So make sure you know that Make sure you know where to find us We appreciate you guys Stay out there Stay safe Again thanks to Karen L Peace